Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have small discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, today is really, really a big pleasure to have Santa with me. Hi, Santa. Hi, Greg. How are you? Thank you very much. I think if I can have a discussion with you about customer experience and perhaps also about other topics, I think it will be an outstanding discussion and therefore I am feeling very, very well to be here with you. Thank you very much, Santa. Um, in order to kick off the discussion, as usual, I'm asking the same question. Could you please introduce yourself? Uh, okay, my name is Santa Kumar. You can call me Santa. I'm from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Uh, I, think you're, I, I think the whole world knows Malaysia by now. Uh, uh, I'm an Indian. We are a third, fourth generation in Malaysia, Malaysian Indian. Uh, I've been in this line the last six, seven years. Uh, sorry. I've been in training line since 2008, but I specialize in customer experience since 2015, already six years. I do only customer experience. I don't do anything else at the moment because uh, you can see this is the future. This is the future. And any organization that I do consulting work, I tell them that if you embark in customer experience transformational journey, you don't have to worry about anything else. It will, it will redirect your business in the right direction. So I just focus on this. So I'm married. I have a daughter, 10 years old, and one wife. <laughs> and life is good. We are in the second phase of lockdown in Malaysia. Numbers are shooting skyrocket, so we are managing, somehow managing it in Malaysia. And thanks to the pandemic, otherwise I, I wouldn't know who's Gregorio, and I, I won't, wouldn't have created my name in, in the global arena. So somehow there's a blessing in disguise. Okay, Gregorio, back to you. Thank you very much, Santa, for, for your introduction. And what you're saying, I think it's, it's really real because we have big issues with, uh, with uh, COVID and pandemic situation, but there are also some opportunities. And perhaps I would like to a bit, um, a bit better understand uh, who was Santa before the pandemic and who is Santa after the pandemics. For me, Santa after the pandemics, it's really an international keynote speaker speaking at all conferences and really having great, great ideas in customer experience. And what I really, really like, it's the way that you are explaining these, these topics. Because on one side, you are explaining that in an extremely simple way that everybody can understand that you have great examples And you have also these visuals that you are sharing with the people, and we will discuss afterwards about Batman, that make that really tangible. Could you please elaborate a bit on that? Okay. Before the pandemic, let me, let me tell my story. I, I like to share this story. What happened? Uh, I'm a trainer, trainer consulting. My game is Southeast Asia. I work in Brunei, Indonesia, Malaysia. Uh, this is my turf. Uh, then during the pandemic, what happened? They closed borders and we can't do face-to-face -face training in Malaysia or anywhere. So lockdown, complete lockdown. And this March last year, I was devastated initially. Then I took two days off. It was nice. You have 24 hours with your family. It was nice. Then you still have to make a living. So then I realized, hey, the local door is open. And there's a saying, when one door closes, another one will open. So then I explored the possibility, why not I go global? 
now the global since the global floodgate is open so i put my name out there i started to network with my contacts in my linkedin and i connected with uh, mark hamill uh, at cell global and he gave me the opportunity to become the judge for north american customer centricity award and of course you just need one opportunity to open the door for you and i really grabbed that opportunity created my name and i realized when i mixed with the global uh, trainers speakers uh, i realized my knowledge was at par with them so we all talk the same language and i find that hey not bad uh, i i underestimated myself then i realized it's not bad my knowledge is at par with them then i told my wife let's do it let's go global let's let's put the card out there you leave only one so go for it man why holding back then uh, from there I, i started to get a lot of opportunities i speak globally and i run a lot of master classes a lot of trainings so i have hands on experience training more than 200 over companies in customer experience transformation and also i've trained easily about 2000 plus uh, participants in my my training so i have a lot of experience in doing this so some some of my junior trainers will ask how are you so confident i said if you're standing there in front of the classroom it's my floor i'm the champion if you're sitting in front of me you can be the ceo i bet you don't know what i know so I, i'm not afraid of of doing this so let's do it man so even i'm in global arena now i'm like if i'm there i'm speaking i have that confidence that i can do this so that that keeps me going yes and you are doing that really very very well and uh, and therefore i fully understand and what you are saying it's it's really it's important let's try if it works i will continue if it doesn't work then i stop and uh, may i ask about your batman behind you okay what i realize is um i i joined this leadership program somewhere in 2008 so during this uh, is a six months program uh, my uh, my my trainer gave me the he framed me as you're a batman i asked why you don't like to come in front you're at the back when people need you you come you solve the problem you go to the back you will your the, your character suits well to become a batman then i realized that in my training i transform the entire organization my name will never come out anywhere in the newspaper but the the organization will have a full blown tv ad- advertisement press release and everything i realized okay i think i'm the batman and i'm happy doing it um how my my mindset works is that people are paying me to have fun with their with their employees so i go i have fun um i train them i transform the organization i come on and it's nice to see um, they are moving in the in the customer centricity direction so that's what i do thank you very much and if we are looking at your outstanding cv then you are also mentioning that you are an expert in astrology what astrology and customer experience how they can match is it possible <laughs> uh initially i'm a spiritual researcher i started this very young somewhere age 16 17 18 i started with jose silva i found this book in my house my brother's book i read the entire book when i was 17 years old then i went into mind science so i've been studying a lot and my degrees in marketing we studied about consumer behavior why people behaving in certain ways and then come out and you work then you you find it hard to understand people especially when you're married <laughs> so you want to understand your wife so i further did my my certifications in uh, hypnotherapy past life regression 
telepsychics, so many psychic stuff, then I still can't find answers. I did numerology and I embarked into astrology. Astrology is the ancient Hindu science uh, where based on the birthday, birth time and birthplace, you can chart uh, the person's life from birth to death. Even you can calculate exactly when this person is going to pass on, when this person is going to get married, when this person is going to get a job and when this person is going to lose a job. So it's quite interesting. I think it will be very valuable for insurance company if they can know uh, the insurer when this person is going to die exactly so they know they can calculate the risk better. So I've not come to that stage. Maybe one day we can develop a software for them. Why not? <laughs> That's very interesting. And while you were mentioning that understanding people, do you have also the answer why, for example, my wife is so often nervous? Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People have uh, high time, low time, down time. Sometimes they are emotional, sometimes they are not emotional. Um, let, let me share a little bit about this astrological chart. So there are 12 houses. It is in boxes form, 12 houses. Um, when a moon will be transiting from one box to another box, another one house to another house in two and a half days. So to complete one cycle is 28 days. So whenever your, your own house is first house, and whenever moon is crossing the eighth house, you will have... A lot of problem in your life for the two and a half days. All the problem that you're going to face within that one month, you will face in that two, three days. So, you know, during this period, you don't do so many things. You just keep quiet, lay low. <laughs> and, and same goes to business. Same goes to business. You can, you can notice if you analyze. One of my, my friends uh, is doing a PhD in astrology. He's studying the stock market uh, uh, correlation between astrology and stock market, planetary movement. And he realized whenever there's full moon, dark moon and eclipse, the stock market will be shaken a bit. He has like 20, 30 years of data collected there. So I've not gone to that level, but something I want to explore is my retirement plan. So that, that, That's very nice. And I think perhaps you can develop also a theory around between astrology and customer experience. In the yes. customer experience world, I think you are sharing always one great example to, to start the discussion and to kick off the, the the customer the understanding about customer experience and this is your uh, CX uh, um, infinite loop with the, with the car example. Could you please share that with with, with the audience? Um, I, I always I start level, with please. Yeah, I, I always start with uh, customer experience infinite loop where that is the I will call it the master plan of customer experience where we will uh, define. Start with marketing. Marketing, it covers product development, social media, your, your uh, brand and comm, uh, PR, everything comes under marketing. Then we will have the sales department. Any organization, this will be the setting sales department. And from sales, we, it will move towards uh, finance, will we'll get involved in issuing invoice, following up payment and everything. Then uh, let me give you an example. Let's say you're buying a car. My daughter is seven years old. Uh, sorry, 10 years old. I don't have a need to buy a car for her right now. And when she turns 17, I bet she will ask for a car knowing my daughter. So at that, in seven years' time, I'll have a need to buy a car for my daughter, right? So what I'll do if 20 years back, we have to go showroom after showroom to collect brochures. And today we don't do that anymore. Everything is in your mobile phone. We look for information in mobile phone. And in seven years to come, Seven years to come, probably I just need to put a virtual reality and I can test drive all the cars. And then 
uh, 80% of the time, if I'm going to a brand, I'm walking to a showroom to test the car, pretty much I've already made my mind that I'm going with this uh, car. So uh, in the future, it's going to be, uh, once I walk into the showroom, I will, I, I will share this with my clients that the journey starts from my house. It's Kuala Lumpur, it's jam, pretty bad jam. It will take me like uh, 45 minutes. It, it, the distance could be like uh, 10 kilometers, may take me half an hour, 45 minutes to reach jam and difficult to get car park, hot sun. And we are, uh, it, it's always hot here in Malaysia, hot sun. You have to walk, you'll be perspiring. And upon, so for the, the client, the journey starts upon the customer enters their premise, their outlet. But for me, the journey starts from my home, from home. So uh, once uh, I'm there, how you treat me, the most you can give, you can offer me a glass of water to drink, to calm me down, calm me down. It's not happening at the moment. So then from there, I'm going to choose the car. I'm going to buy the car. In Malaysia, what will happen is they'll promise to deliver the car in three days. And after three weeks, when you call them, they'll ask, uh, which Mr. Santa is this? <laughs> so there's always a broken link between production and also the sales. So they don't have a, sales doesn't have a 360 degrees on the production capability. Okay, there's a broken link. And once you get the car, and my daughter will be the usual, she's going to drive the car around and she's going to give me a feedback, the car is good, not good. And I'm going to, of course, after two, three months, you have to service the car. So that involves after-sales service, you have to bring it to the service center, the pricing, or they're giving any discount. And based on my entire experience, from the moment I had a need to buy the car, until I got the car, my driver, my uh, daughter's driving around, I service the car. And if the experience is good, I'm going to recommend your brand around. If the experience is not good, I'm still, I'm not going to recommend, I'm going to talk bad in my social media. So... What happens is there are a lot of broken links, a lot of pain points along the way. You can see uh, marketing and sales, there's always a huge broken link because marketing, we focus on marketing, sales will focus on sales and operation is completely clueless what is happening after sales service and after sales service, completely clueless what the salesman is selling about the car, right? So uh, when we do this infinite loop will show my client the complete framework of customer experience they can see straight away okay these are the broken links and how to integrate uh, the cross-functional departments to create a seamless experience for our customer this is where the journey starts so in order to do that you have two ways one is inside out as how we always do we, we, we i call it the engineering thinking the process thinking we always focus on uh, coming from asia we have korean and japanese here and it's very much process orientated but in CX, it's the other way around. We want to get the feedback from customer. Customer first. Customer is the center of your design. Then we design the entire loop. So this is what do. Then from there, we find out the pain point, the, the whole consulting work. Then. I think this is a, a great start to show different customer expectation with what, uh, what the company thinks. And, uh, and I think this is really a, a great example to, to start. And what you are also sharing in, in your presentation that I think it's really key and it's not always discussed as it should. It's about designing. You showed your example of, of the ice cream, bringing your teams to the, to the ice cream and then getting to, to the ice cream and redesigning this experience several times. Could you elaborate a bit how did you create this procedure in order to make also understandable how to design experiences for the customers? 
Yes, uh, I always believe in creating an experiential training. Learn by doing. We, are, we adults, it's very hard to lecture us, to show us the possibilities. So it's always by learn by doing. Um, so uh, early stage of my training, uh, I find it very difficult to explain about customer experience to my participants. Then one day what I did, okay, let's go for ice cream. Took the entire class out to Baskin Robbins. Had ice cream. We came back to the... Uh, so, so the journey starts from the training center. We took the electric bus. We went to the uh, mall, shopping mall. Then we looked for Baskin Robbins. But the moment we reached Baskin Robbins, what happened? Uh, they, they, we didn't get that warm welcome from Baskin Robbins. We don't get the Starbucks welcome from Baskin Robbins. I mean, sorry for the brand. This is in Malaysia. It could be a rare case, but uh, for learning purposes. Uh, so, but uh, for that matter of fact, they are selling ice cream. They should be very Mickey Mouse head with lights and welcoming people with ice cream, welcome, which we didn't get. So the girls at the counter fold their arms and looking at us. If, if you can read their mind voice, it will be telling, don't come, I'm not interested to serve you. That's the message we got. But yet, the, their ice cream is very good. I got no complaint over that. So once you're there, so what happened when we converted uh, this experience into a, a customer journey map, you can see upon arrival to Baskin Robin, the emotion level just went down. Negative 7, negative 8. So people don't like that first touch point with, with the outlet. Then to choose the ice cream, they have varieties of ice cream at the age of 46, your eyesight will give way. And you find it hard to read that small tagging. All right, fine. And then uh, upon buying your favorite ice cream, uh, Baskin Robin always have this. Uh, toppings, chocolate toppings, uh, chocolate rice and all that, which the counter girls didn't recommend, also another pain point. And then uh, they have a lot of promotions. What they'll do is just leave the promotions on top of the counter. You figure it out. <laughs> you figure it out. So that's another pain point. Okay, then you get the ice cream. Of course, your graph goes up to positive 10. You're so happy with the ice cream. It was very nice and everything. And this is shopping mall where they don't have a sink to wash your hand. Okay, after eating the ice cream, you have to walk all the way to the public restroom to wash your hand and come back. So I will I will share this scenario where put your customers in your shoe where let's say this is a single mom with two kids, three years old and one year old. The one year old is on the pram and three years is running around and the hand full of ice cream, she has to take them, go to the public washroom, wash the hand and continue her journey. Why not you build a small sink? in the outlet where your customers can wash their hands. So these are the little, little things. It's not a big deal. Little, little things which is annoying your customers, which Baskin Robin can't see because they were never trained to see that. Okay? So I will share this analogy where it's like you can't see your own children being naughty, but you can see your neighbor's children being naughty. It's the same analogy. Once you're so used to seeing your own outlet in such way, you think, Everything is fine. Business is coming in. I got no issues. You assume your customers are happy until you talk to them, you ask them really, and they will tell you which part they are not really happy. So that is what we need to do. So once, uh, once sorry, uh, so after, so once I put them in a customer's shoe, experience what your customers are going for, then I'll go into their company's journey map where they can straight away relate and I will tell them your company's journey map don't give me a political correct answer. I don't want to see a political graph. Give me the actual. So they, they will get it that, okay, let me put the customers in at first, please.
Thank you, Santa. This this was really a, a great example to make that understandable. And as you're saying, there are small details that can really change the complete experience and how the shop deal with the customer and how the customer their feelings interacting in interacting with them. With, with the with the ice cream. I think I hope that they paid you with all the feedbacks that you are giving to the basket basket robins for the for the ice cream because if they would improve that then sales would also increase. Exactly. <laughs> Joke by side, um you uh, showed also this example that you start um, designing the experience and then they create, uh, your students create an experience and then at the end you ask please now uh, create this experience for the king. Could you explain why did you go through this process? Okay, um, I will do at uh, the design stage, design stage. Once they design, they come with the idea on the prototype stage. What I'll do, I'll do three levels because uh, prior to specializing in customer experience, I, I do uh, conduct uh, negotiation skills training. So we teach them to negotiate three times. So I use the same principle in your design design three times but i don't tell them first time you design what you want to design based on your customers finding your root cause analysis your company's problem and everything they'll come up with a beautiful design then i'll send them for a tea break coffee break after the coffee break i will share with them kano model if you're familiar with kano model is a six sigma tool uh, so i'll show it with them kano model and i will ask them a question do you think you are at your best or you have another any other room for improvement Normally, there's room for improvement and, okay, so I show them the Kano model and they, that is when they'll come up with um, out-of-the-box ideas. They'll come up with out-of-box ideas. Oh, this is quite interesting. Okay, let's put that idea. Then they'll present, they'll do the pitching again and then go for another coffee break or lunch break. And after the lunch break, I'll come, I'll bring them back. I'll share this uh, analogy of, you know, uh, U.S. Navy SEAL. They are the toughest uh, soldiers in the world. So they have this 40% rule. 40% rule is the moment you think your brain tells you that you're done, no more, I can't even lift a finger, you are only at 40% of your performance. You have another 60% reserve energy. Okay? So I will use this analogy. Then they'll be like puzzles. Then I will tell them, okay, with the same design. And we have king in our country. So tomorrow, if you're getting a, an email from the palace today at 4 p.m., four o'clock that tomorrow morning 10 o'clock the king is walking into your outlet what's going to be different that is when they will bring the actual ideas out because they want to serve the king red carpet so many things the ceo will come and open the door main door and everything all right fine then i'll present the design i will tell take your ceo out of the equation he doesn't need to there to open need to be there to open the main glass door and also remove the red carpet Remain the rest of it for your customers because the analogy of customer is king. This is the real meaning of customer is king. When you design a solution, you're designing it for the king, not for another customer. So they will get it straight. And normally the solution will be super fantastic. Uh, that's my experience. So it works. On the, the three layers of designing is always the best, I think. We already also discussed uh, this topic about the customer is king. I complained or I said not all the customer are kings, but you, you explained very well also in this, uh, this time that it's only the design of the experience. Then you need, still need to decide which investment, which budgets you have in order to create the experience 
but at the end, the expectation of the customer are quite high, and you should should try to, to meet them. Is correct? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, what what you are what what I really like also it's when you started sharing this slide that uh, let I would say went viral, and it was this uh, this interesting <laughs> overview. And in the middle, well, for the people listening to the podcast, you don't need to, to see the slide because at the end it's extremely simple, but with a quite a lot of wisdom behind that. In the middle, you have the marriage uh, between customer experience and employee experience. And around that, you have the well-known technology um, process and people and technology enabling process and people. Santa, could you please explain this slide? Because this is mind-blowing for, for everybody in customer experience world. <laughs> okay. Uh, any business, of course, customer first. Customer first. And in order to create a great experience to your customers, you have to have great employees. Okay. In my workshop, what I'll do, I'll, I'll open Mentimeter. I'll ask this one question. What comes to your mind when I mention the word customer? You see, the first word will be problem, customers are nasty, customers are not good, they want profit, there are so many bad words and all that. And then I will tell them, all right, it's quite interesting to see what's running in your mind. At awareness stage, how can you, how possibly you can provide a good service to your customer with a mindset of your customers are problem? It doesn't tell you, so you're not doing it wholeheartedly. Straight away, they can see, okay, <laughs> right? And from there, I, I will I will tell the my, my clients that, uh, especially the consulting clients, you have to work with your employees. You have to work with your employees. Uh, in fact, I, I did a program for Denon Dumex. Uh, they're no longer in Malaysia. I did a, a employee experience program with them, and I told the management, you have serious problem. Your young graduates don't have feelings towards your company. They are here only for the paycheck. I, I saw from the journeyman, employees journeyman. And the management was not so happy. And end of 2018, now 2019, they closed shop, pulled out from Asia. No joke. This is serious. When when we consultants tell you something, I think you listen. <laughs> We've seen many, many, many organizations. Okay, so how it works, a balance of employee experience and customer experience is always the best. And we want to create a good experience to both your employees and your customers. So in my consulting work, I will tell the, the, the participants that, guys, you are given a second chance, which not many organizations are going to do this. You're given a second chance to remodel, re-engineer the way you're going to do your work. It's in your hand now how you're going to simplify the processes, how you're going to automate the processes that it doesn't need your intervention. So in any business, there are three elements. Uh, people, process, and technology. If it's manufacturing, you have plant. So uh, most of my clients are services-based. So it's people, process, and technology. Everybody is jumping into the digitalization uh, bandwagon. bandwagon. And people are missing the human element in digitalization bandwagon, uh, in digitalization rush. Recently, I did a masterclass for this one, state government, uh, one of the state in Malaysia. They've done a complete digitalization. They've uh, standardized, they've synchronized, integrated all the state agencies in one single portal, which miraculously was superb. But they have a problem. 50% of their population don't have internet access 
difficult. Don't have, don't have, they've done a complete digitalization and they don't know what to do next. Then I said, have you spoken to your customers? Then we started to do some journey maps to, to open their eyes and everything. And they realized, now I can see that our problem, our people's problem is they don't have internet. Whatever digitalization we are doing is pointless. Right? So what I'll tell let digitalization use the technology to enable your processes. You use anything and everything under the industry 4.0, um, IR force, um, AI, IoT, big data, machine learning, everything. Let them enable your processes and free up your people's time, free up your people's time to serve your customers, to create better experience. Let Give them more time to think of new ideas, new strategies, how to create better seamless experience to your customer and also how to stay ahead of innovation, innovate to stay ahead, uh, ahead of competitors and also to stay relevant in the future. Your, your competitors can't do that. Only human can think of new ideas how to stay relevant in the future, which a lot of brands we know like Nokia and all that missed it. And then inter give them a 360 degrees view of the omni-channel platform. Uh, nowadays, we have dynamic customer engagement, uh, Microsoft platform and everything is super. And also integrate your sales, marketing, contact center, CRM, and also your customer success division uh, together with the platform. So this is my framework. I think you have seen my framework. Uh, so let the technology enable your processes as much as you can automate let the digitalization handle that part free up your people's time to be with your customers to understand your customers to do more for your customers so that is the, the framework so in, in my design stage I will, I will share this slide and this is the framework let's bring your ideas into this framework don't rush into digitalization where you have a uh, uh, 30-40% of your population 75 and above. I don't think they, they can go and figure out how to use your digital platform. So you have to come to a balance of hybrid solution for your customers. Thank you very much, Shanta. It was really a great explanation and it makes everything understandable that the human touch is extremely important on both sides, internal in the company and also outside of the company to interact with the customer and employees should focus on value-added activities to, in the interaction with the customer and not doing processes that can be automated or, or simplified. It, it was really a, a great discussion. In the last phase of, of this um, interview, in, the, in this podcast, we would like to learn a bit more about you, Santa. We had already at the beginning uh, some discussion around that. But my question would be, you are really extremely active. You are a trainer, you are a global uh, speaker, uh, you are a consultant. You said that you have a small daughter, 10 years old. How can you ensure to have time for, for your family? I have my times. Uh, I have some rules at home where during uh, eating time, dinner, breakfast, lunch, no phone and no TV. You switch off everything, you connect with your family. And... Uh, Evening, we have playtime. I play with my daughter. And, and I, I, at the moment, we have lockdown, so I work from home. I'm always here. My wife is teacher, and I'm always around. Whenever there's no training, I don't go to office. I'm just at home, company my daughter and everything. So uh, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. We have to balance, juggle in between work-life balance. At the moment, still young. This, uh, I, I give myself another, I'm 46, another four years. 
then after that maybe I'll reduce on my talking time and everything focus more on my daughter <laughs> it's quite interesting and uh, in four years she will she will be 14 and I think then the father needs to check a bit more what she's doing yes and I need to learn karate and taekwondo by then Santa one other question is is there a book that you would recommend to the audience and you are saying this book helped me really a lot? You spoke about the astrology book, but perhaps there is another book that you want to share with, with the audience. Uh, in terms of customer's uh, experience outside in, I will recommend outside in. Uh, that I will, I will call that book is the Bible of customer experience. You want to embark into customer experience, read that book first. Then you will you'll start your journey from there. A lot more from Ian Goldick, so many books. Um, in terms of personal um, motivation, I always fall back to Tony Robbins. I listen to Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn every day, like one, two hours while I'm working out in the evening. My Bluetooth is there and I'm, they're talking to me. So when you work on your own, you need some motivation and nobody from outside can come and motivate you. Except we know our purpose. So how I work, I have a five years plan for my life. I said that uh, five years back, I, I uh, set my mind to become a global speaker in customer experience. And today I am. So five years later, I have some plans. So I, will, I will let you know five years later when I achieve it. <laughs> and I really hope that we will be still in contact. Because if you Definitely. will be then, what you will be in five years, more than happy to, to have you also on my <laughs> goalkeeper discussions. Uh, Santa, if somebody would like to connect with you, what's the best way to, to connect with you? Oh, they can look for me in LinkedIn. I'm quite active in LinkedIn. I prefer to connect in LinkedIn. Then we can take to on mobile or email. Perfect. I will share at the end uh, of, the, of the podcast in the show notes uh, your LinkedIn uh, link. And uh, the, the last question, and this is the Santa Golden Nugget. I mean, it's something that you would like, that we discussed, or something new that you would like to leave to the audience. Okay, the Golden Nuggets will be take customer experience as a movie production. Movie, uh, you want to create James Bond or Michelle Impossible. Thousands of people working to, to produce this movie, to direct this movie, the stuntmen, the, the digital guys, the directors, the producers. They all are working so hard to give you a two-hour movie. Two-hour movie. So if your company, you have thousand people, that's what you're supposed to do. You have to work hard day and night. A lot of strategies, a lot of planning, a lot of... Uh, cross-functional integration, teamwork, digitalization and everything to come together to serve your customer uh, at your best, at your best. Always give your best and instill this into everybody's heart in your, customer, uh, in your company that all the employees must have the mindset of uh, we are here because of our customer. Our customers are not our problem and the company is paying our salary to solve the company's problem to serve the customer better. Have that in mind always. Thank you very much, Santa. It was really a great golden nugget. I am not commenting that because it's Santa golden nugget. It, uh, the last thing that I want to say is thank you very much, Santa, for thank you, thank you. this discussion. It was really great to have you on, on, this, on this podcast. And I hope also that the audience uh, enjoyed this discussion as much as I did because it was really, as usual, 
mind-blowing to have Santa and to discuss with him about his experiences also from the older side of the world. It was really a great pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. Have a nice Thanks, evening, night, and also to the audience, I wish you a nice day, evening, night. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Arrivederci. Grazie mille. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.